my name is Natalie. Welcome to our podcast um, here at Fannie Lou. My name is Natalie again. I'm one of the counselors here. And joining us today um, is my co-host, Anne, um, who's also a counselor. I'll let her introduce herself. And then a few of our lovely students. So let's start with the youngins and then Anne can go last, you know? So who would like to go first? All right, Angie. Okay. My name is Angie. Mm -hmm. What grade are you in? I'm in eighth grade. Okay, period. Okay. And then Kaylee. I'm Kaylee, and I'm in seventh grade. Okay, okay. And Ruby. <laughs> My name is Ruby, and I'm in the seventh grade. There we go. And if you guys don't know, before Anne goes, you know, um, these lovely ladies have all participated in in all of at least some of our one one of our podcasts. So please take a look at our other podcasts. They're like super dope and everything. Um, and all right, I'll let Anne go now. Yes, last but not least. Hi, uh, my name is Anne, and I'm a counselor at Fannie Lou. Welcome to In Your Own Words. I'm excited to be here with everyone. Um, let's get the show started. So if you are listening to us right now, we are in the beginning, the beginning of June, which is also Pride Month. So we are going to be talking about um, all things Pride. But this particular episode is specifically focused on the Stonewall riots, which basically was the beginning point of the LGBT, not the beginning point, but like the things that set things off for the LGBTQIA plus movement. So I'm going to ask you guys a question and you guys can just jump in whenever you like. So. Does anybody would anybody like to give their opinion on what are some of the important aspects of the Stonewall uprising? We just talked, so maybe I, I framed it a little bit weird. How about why is the Stonewall uprising important? Do 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 do. All right. Oh, we need the Jeopardy. We do. Not the Jeopardy. Not the silent. <laughs> so, like I said before, the the importance of the Stonewall uprising, the riots, was because it was like the thing that set everything off. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I can give my input, too. I think I think that it's really important, especially to learn about the Stonewall uprising in today's day and age because there's like there's just so many changes happening all around us um and it was really like as natalie said the the first thing to to set off um you know the lgbtqia population um you know for for their voices to be heard and you know it kind of allows, it makes it easier for us, you know, especially those who identify as LGBTQIA to have a voice. Mm -hmm. Yes. So 
just so for those who want a refresher, I'll read really quick what the like the the little synapse or the little summary of what happened during the Stonewall riot, and then we can go into it as a group. So the Stonewall riots, also called the Stonewall Uprising, began in the early hours of June 28, 28, 1969, when New York City police raided the Stonewall Inn, a gay club located in Greenwich Village in New York City. The raid sparked a riot among bar patrons and neighbors, residents, as police roughly hauled employees and patrons out of the bar, leading to six days of protests and violent clashes with law enforcement outside the bar on Christopher Street, in neighboring streets and in nearby Christopher Park. The Stonewall riot served as a catalyst for the gay rights movement in the United States and around the world. So basically, something popped off at the Stonewall Inn. Police came and were being disrespectful. And basically, it started a whole riot and a whole stone, a whole riot for six days. Um, and we can thank the organization of the people, the two main people who organized that were Sylvia Rivera and Marsha P. Johnson, which we'll get into next um, after we, we talk about a little bit more about the stone wall. So what do you guys think about the six days, six days of riots? Like, obviously, I think it was like, you know, pretty disrespectful for the police to do that, mm -hmm. especially because LGBTQ community, like, it doesn't, like, get enough recognition and very much respect. So, yes. I, like, them disrespecting, you know, the community, LGBTQ community, you know, it made them mad and it made them want to, like, stand up for themselves. And I think that's why they did, you know, the riots. Mm -hmm. Right. I like that. And something we had talked about before we started recording, when we were like getting organized, was how in 2019, the NY, um, NYPD commissioner um, apologized for the 1969 Stonewall riot apologize for their role in it and that is how many years after 70 90 50 50, 50. 50 years later 50 oh. oh god is that a coincidence oh <laughs> <laughs> for you guys that don't know 50 is like playing for cops hilarious 50 hilarious hilarious right so yeah so andy could you like i really like the question that you gave when we were like talking about the uh, about it so can you share the question you asked yeah so i was i asked like why did it take them so long to apologize and it just seems like it wasn't like a genuine apology mm. especially because they apologized 50 years later mm -hmm. like why did it take them so long to apologize mm -hmm. So before yeah. I give my my two cents, Kaylee or Ruby, would you like to like include your your voice in this? I mean, she does have a point. It shouldn't have taken them so long to apologize. They should have apologized the minute it happened, just for the fact that it was invasion of privacy and it was disrespectful. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. 
Absolutely. Um, what about you, Kaylee? Uh, to be honest, I don't have anything in mind right now. Like my mind is trying to process everything right now. It's like loading. It's okay. It's a lot of info. All to like digest that one. But yeah, I like the speech that Angie gave, like the answer that she gave. Um, I think what Angie and Ruby said was absolutely true, right? Like it, it can be, it def definitely comes off as disingenuous. Um, and Kaylee, like the fact that you're like, I'm just taking it all in. One, when I was your age, I did not know what this was. We never talked about any LGBTQI anything. When Jews roll around, it was end of year. It was never pride, nothing, right? And it wasn't until like, I was in high school that I knew that there were pride parades, even right. in that. And it wasn't until I was a whole adult that I, I heard about the Stonewall uprising. So the, it is a lot to take in, it's a lot to learn, it's a lot to process. So all those things are true and valid. And so just go back to Angie's point of like it being, it sounding like it wasn't genuine, the apology. 1960s and 70s, they weren't about this. It was still like New York City now is very open about LGBTQIA plus folk. Um, and it does come off as disingenuous to like apologize 50 years later. Um, and something that we had discussed was when social issues are happening, a lot of times what happens is, you know, companies, agencies, like places of employment, like these big like things or entities, when things are being noticed more and more and are being um, pushed and put into like the forefront of society, people be like, oh, um, you know what? We should do something now, right? Like jump on the bandwagon mentality. Exactly, which sucks one because like how Angie put it, like where was this? Where was this, like how Angie and Ruby put it, where was this apology from the jump, right? Um, but this is why it's important. They started it, they started this movement, they started the riots and they didn't know what was gonna happen, right? You can hope the change can happen tomorrow, but you never know when change is actually gonna happen, right? So it may come off as genuine, but at the end of the day, you have to speak my voice into your mouth. You have to now acknowledge me and acknowledge um my presence as somebody who's oppressed or somebody who is in a minority group that doesn't get spoken often in a, uh, in a day to day thing so like there's like pros and cons i'm i'm the one where you still have to apologize and acknowledge the fact that you did wrong right right you know so i guess my thought behind that is like you take it at face value mm -hmm. because like Natalie was saying, like back then in, in those times, like it was like just such a, a Christian world where not being Christian was like everything was everything else was like a sin, you know? So it's just so crazy that over time how things change, but you know, at the same time, Ex have like expecting an apology and like like let's say a year after 1970 is just you just couldn't do that you know because you're really expecting a lot out of people and I think we can all relate to the the fact that like people and systems take like generations to change mm -hmm. 
right? Like it just, like Natalie said, it just doesn't happen overnight. Right. To change the cycle, you definitely have to stop it. Yeah. Um, can I uh, say something real quick? Of course, jump right in, girl. Um, I was gonna say, uh, I've been like going through this through these videos, saying that being a part of the LGBTQIA, I think that's how you say it, because I say it in another way. Uh, they said it's like a sin or something, like you said, because like everybody said that. Uh, how you call it? Jesus only created two genders and not only one. So, and then. I don't know why it's a sin. They said that you'll go straight to hell, but I mostly don't believe it. So, yeah, I mean, I thank you for sharing that, by the way. And, you know, that just speaks to the fact that there's so much more to learn and there's so much more that's like under the surface of things, right? Like that you have to look at. And at the end of the day, so yes, in in our world, it really, there's like two things that exist, right? Like the state versus church. And our world is has been really mainly Christian um, for the most part of 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 like a lot of generations, society and their ideologies have kind of just influenced everything that we do. But, you know, if you look at someone like me, that's Hindu, you know, I, I have, I have different mentality and I learn different things. Um, you know, but it's with all that said, um, I really think that that's just a great observation and it boils down to what you believe, right? What you believe at the end of the day, um, so I'm so glad that you said that, Kaylee, where you're just like, I don't believe that it's a sin. Mm -hmm. And I would like to point out, like, in any message that you hear, try to spread positivity. Like, mm -hmm. you know, whatever, everybody's entitled to whatever they believe in, but like, be respectful, like treat people as human beings and you know, nobody should hate anybody because of how they were born. And that's, that's that is it. Yeah, because, you know, there's like some Christian people that are a part of the LGBTQIA, right? Exactly. And there's some others that would just say, oh, don't be a part of that. That's just something that's bad and that's nasty. And we're over here trying to live our life and stuff like that. And it's hard for us to live how we want it to be. Absolutely. And in one of our first episodes, we talked about intersectionality, which I think Kaylee and Andrew, you were part of. And religion is also one of them, right? Your, um, if you're a part of the LGBTQIA, your race and everything. So like what Kaylee just pointed out of like, there are some folks who are part of the LGBT who, who community who are also Christians. Like there, you don't have to be one or the other. You know, you are an individual and you can choose to believe in what you want right based on who you are it doesn't have to and you don't have to believe in whatever society tells you to believe in that's it's like jews for jesus but that's another story <laughs> that's another that's another story <laughs> that's for another podcast hilarious <laughs> all right so wait so i have one more question to end off this uh this episode um because you know I like to talk about race and all things and people of color should be included in all life. Um, so why is the Stonewall Riot important for people of color? 
And we're going to think back to Marsha and to Sylvia. Sylvia, who was a Venezuelan Puerto Rican trans woman, and Marsha, who was a Black trans woman. Why is it important? Come on, guys, you know this. Because um, you're getting hate like from both sides, like from your cultural side, like racial hate, and then you're getting hate about your sexuality also. Yes, yes. And I'll also add gender, because one thing that happens, and we'll talk about this in the next episode of non-binary, but um, gender and sexuality have nothing to do with each other, even though they get grouped together. Like trans women can be straight or trans women can be gay and, and people have like a weird, they, they don't understand what the vision or like what that looks like because of what society tells them. But yes, Ruby, you are absolutely right. You shared very great points. Um, and a lot of movements were started about, started with um, oppressed people, um, i.e. People oppressed color. people, absolutely. Um, so yes. Do you guys have any like takeaways, you know, comments before we finish up our episode? I got something. Just want to say it was interesting knowing about you know these stuff. I actually didn't know half of the stuff, and yeah, it was cool. It was nice to learn about how these people were back in the days, or how the how you call it, the stone walls, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That it was. But yeah, it's, it's nice to learn that. Thank you, Kaylee. What about you, Angie? Um, to add on to like the last question, like, you know, it's sometimes hard for like Hispanics and like people of color to express their true selves because maybe it can be like people, like the people who they surround themselves with, like it can be their parents, like they're pretty, like they can be pretty strict and like, you know, they don't support the LGBTQ community and like, um, they can be a part of like the LGBTQ community and like it's hard to express you know start riots to support the lgbtq and to express themselves oh i love that was that was such a that's a mic drop right there like literally mic drop you girls are so awful uh ruby do you have anything to add my dear All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us on this week's episode um, and catch the next one on what is non-binary or was it beyond binary? And thank you. I'll be butch. I'll be butchering stuff. But anyways, yeah, have a great day. And- hey,